Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao going on everybody and welcome to another great edition of Dragon's Den. Always provided to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's me, your host with the most, Val Cisco, and today we're going to be talking about Megalobox episode 10 titled The Die is Cast. And you know what? Up until now, I feel like the episodes have been uh, lagging just a tad bit. I haven't been enjoying them as I first did. Not to say they were bad whatsoever, but that feeling, that that wanting to keep up the show just was passing me by a tad bit in the last three or four episodes. But this one right here, this episode pulled me right into everything. Gave me character development, fights. It gave me an in-depth look at the past of each fighter and just... Ah, such a great story. So let's go ahead and talk about it. Spoilers ahead, of course. This week's episode picks up right where we left off as Fujimaki tells Nambu, it's time to end the ride they've been on so far. It's revealed that during Nambu's previous meeting with Fujimaki, they came to an agreement, the best shot they have at making it big in Megalonia is to get folks interested in Joe and then bet big and see him throw the fight like they did in the previous fights before. So we get that whole um, that cliffhanger at the end of the last episode and uh, we definitely get to see um, 
the celebration still happening, that conversation with Fujimaki and Nabu, and we see now that, you know, there was an alternate plan back then, um, where um, that episode where we see Nabu, you know, really him making a passionate speech about keeping Joe and him alive by going to Megalonia and beating the best and winning all that prize money to pay off, um, of course, Fujimaki, but... We didn't get that whatsoever in this. We got a an alternate detour, basically a detour plan from Fuji. Um, it does seem that he sees a better investment of hyping up the legend of Joe just to see him crash and get reaped the rewards right there. Um, Joe comes off the boat, confronts Nabu, who tries to convince him that they can make things work after Megalonia is over. Joe is disgusted with Nabu, dismayed that he never really believed in him in the first place and takes off on his bike. So we get Joe just truly just pissed off in this, that part where he says, you never believed in me, did you? You know, it, it, it solidifies that relationship he has with Nabu that he always thought that he was a scorpion that was on his back. Yes, that, you know, and there's been little bits of, of love and compassion that we see throughout these two fighters. When I say fighters, they're both fighting for their lives right now, um, especially with Fuji's um, threats in the background. But Joe really felt like uh, he needed a father figure with Nabu, and uh, he thought he had it. But turns out, Nabu is still the dirty dog he is. Sashio also shares his anger and the sadness over the revelation and leaves as Nabu is left with Fujimaki and the tattered remnants of Team Nowhere. The next day, there's a press conference held for the Final Four with Joe nowhere to be found. Attention instead shifts to the upcoming battle between Pepe the Spider Iglesias versus the King of Kings and Megalo Boxing's champion Hudi. With the only best of the best fighting remaining many see the upcoming match between number one and number two ranked fighters in the organization as a chance for a new champion to be crowned so we're already getting you know some drama happening with joe and nabu and sashio but we're also getting a pre-fight a pre-fight showdown between, you know, uh, a newer character. We saw him before, but, you know, Pepe looks dangerous, talks a lot of smack, and wants to back it up, wants to, you know, take Yuri off his pedestal and be the number one ranked person in the world, fighter in the world, boxer in the world. Dangerous fighter, very elusive. Back on the streets of the city, Nabu finds Sashio sulking in the alley. Offers to take him for a ride. Sashio is still angry with Nambu for what he did and accuses him for using Joe for his own plans. Nambu agrees that he used him but argues that Sashio was trying to do the same, pointing out the picture that was sewn into his hat. So we finally get to see that uh, story based on that picture that Sashio holds all the time in his hat. And at first I thought, you know, uh, maybe I wasn't paying attention to it too much, but I thought this was like a younger Nambu at first. I thought he was like Nambu's like son or grandson at one point. But it turns out, um, there's a, a, a giant backstory with Sashio's character revolve, uh, uh, revolving 
megalo megalonia to begin with. I feel like um there's more to uncover with that backstory, but at the moment in time, it's just it, it's remarkable how we get these little twists and turns in the series. A lot of it, of course, is with Sachio, um, his father. We find out um, died at the hands of the organization that made Yuri's armor. We find out that Sashio's father was someone who was building archetypes for um, the, um, the basically gears that the boxers do wear. And it looks like he had a couple of good ideas. And because the organization, you know, likes to collect ideas but not people, seems that he was X'd out in this story, according to Sachio. And then, of course, after that, we find out the mother as well, too, was sick and died a year later. So Sachio has this revenge, this, this, this heartache and revenge um, to really, I don't know, it just burns his skin. And we see that passion in his eyes. We, um, it's pretty intense. Pretty, pretty intense. Great character building for Sachio, a character who I really want to see shine. Finally, we got that moment in time. Of course, like I was saying, we learn a bit more about Sachio's past. His father was a brilliant engineer that helped design Yuri's integrated gear for Sharedo, um, only to have the technology stolen from him by someone else. He died. Foul play was likely involved. And that year later, as I said before, Sashio's mother fell ill and died as well, leaving him an orphan. So crazy, crazy stuff right there. Nabu takes Sashio to a party that uh, Yukio Sharito is hosting uh, in participation for the conclusion of Megalonia and gives him a knife. This is all I can do for you, he says, implying to Sashio that this is the opportunity to capitalize on revenge and kill Sharedo or the Sharedo family, the legacy of Sharedo. So we see this emotional breakdown from Sashio looking at the knife. We see a lot of rage from it at first saying this is my opportunity to really, I don't know, just an impact and, and, and implement revenge the best way he could. Uh, but, you know, anguish, Sashio considers the moment for just a qu couple of seconds and only to find Yukio laughing and interacting with kids that are barely his age to begin with. And in that moment, he realizes that revenge is a really nasty drug. And the only type of revenge he really wants is attach himself to Joe to get to the top of Megalonia and defeat that organization uh, I guess the right way, or I guess I want to say something that's um, more moral to his to his standards. Um, Nabu wants Joe to make it all the way as well too, but knows that Fujimaki will try to kill them if it all happens. Uh, wanting to make sure Sashio is safe, he actually goes to Yukio while she's in the party, sneaks by him, um, and basically asks Yukio to take him, take him in. Uh, using the story of his father's contributions to the integrated gear as leverage, Yukio reluctantly agrees and discovers after her own internal audit that there was indeed some foul play regarding a key component in the integrated gear. So we have a little bit more backstory with Yukio doing some more research on how her gear that she's been developing for years, especially with Yuri, there's been some foul play, there's been some dastardly deeds happening to get to the top of the organization. Whether this is new news to Yukio or this is something that she wants to wipe under the rug, it's yet to see.
The climax of the episode, my favorite part of the episode, features an opening Megalonia match that everyone's been waiting for. Pepe Iglesia versus Yuri. And after a dramatic entrance, I want to say these are like pro wrestling entrances. Like some Conor McGregor UFC entrances where we get like, you know, the spider, you know, Pepe, you know, just jumping around the ring and, you know, be very elusive. We get to see that. But Yuri's entrance is straight out of like, uh, I want to say Tekken or something like that doing a couple of jabs and like laser beams everywhere and just with the whole king of king moniker it was just ah it was great it was everything you wanted in this kind of anime as you see i'm very excited with this episode because it gave me everything i wanted uh, of course the fighters square off and showcase why they stand at the top of the division pepe's movements are energetic and erratic um and his punches are strong Yuri seems to be an unorthodox fighter um so the matchup is clearly um at a standstill at first as well too because both of these fighters are just countering and countering and countering whether it be speed or skill both of these fighters are actually trying to land um in an instant we actually see something crazy that happens right here yudi closes the distance between himself and pepe driving a hard uppercut to the spider before this i will say that in the a couple of exchanges in round two, we get to see um, Pepe land a shot on um, on Yuri that kind of doesn't stun him, but makes him aware, like, okay, this guy is something to be uh, be a big deal about. Um, also, before that devastating uppercut that we see, we see Joe in the stands, more in the bleachers, I want to say, and Joe's just admiring the fight, not really, you know, salivating because he's still hung over about what's going to happen with um, Nambu's story and Fujimaki. But he's, he's just looking at Yuri and looking at his movements and looking at Pepe's movements as well, too. And I guess maybe in some ways he, he's wishing that he can be as good as them. Technically, maybe just fame-wise or maybe just respect-wise that he wants his name to be as respected as these two fighters. Definitely shows concern as well, too, when we see the counter-uppercut from Yuri into that devastating left hand as well, too, that knocks Pepe out. We get to see a couple of replays, and it is glorious, that knockout. Fantastic to see. Um, Joe watches this unfold from the back of the ring, bleachers, what have you, and impressed with Yuri's abilities. Outside the arena, Joe is getting ready to leave when a familiar dog shows up. The same one belonging to the champion, Yuri is impressed that the dog likes Joe, and he's often not fond of strangers whatsoever. Joe commends Yuri for his performance in the fight, stating that he felt sorry for Pepe when he <laughs> took that hook and landed and landed full on. Yuri asks him why he fights without gear, and Joe admits at first, yeah, it was for the moniker, just uh, as a publicity stunt to get my name across. But now that he does it, after all that, he loves the thrill. It's like an adrenaline rush that he knows that at any moment in time he could possibly die in the ring, but he's doing this to beat heavier crazier opponents and he gets a thrill for it it's fun for him basically to fight relying just on his fist and not gear he does a couple of flashy uh shadow boxings to yuri and definitely seems like there's a bromance there like they definitely have some kind of respect for each other i'm not sure what it is maybe it's something that's underlining that we can't see yet but there's something there that they admire about each other of course the episode ends with joe stopping um, by their old merchant shop. 
Uh, the first shot that we see in the beginning of, Meg of Megalobox, he, stays, he, he says that Nambu came by earlier and dropped off um, an earpiece for him to use against the fight against Boros. Boros, the, fi the fire that Joe's supposed to lose to, this giant line of a man as well too, made me laugh so hard. Because I do watch the, um, the uh, subbed episodes of this. But when you come to Boros' um, press conference, um, he's the only one in this um, tournament that's actually speaking English, which is hilarious. He called me off guard saying he doesn't care. He's about to kick ass and call it a day, which was hilarious. Um, before, Joe, before Joe drives off, the mechanic asks, So, who should I be betting against tonight? Which leads us to what's going to happen. A cliffhanger there. Will Joe take a knee? Will Joe basically bow out of this and give the payoff that Fujimaji, uh, Fukinami and um, Nambu want? Will Nambu sacrifice himself? Does seem like he's planning to do something um, regarding Joe, regarding Sashio. Um, we definitely see that him and Fuji are having a drink together. Nambu's is piss-poor drunk at this moment in time. Um, there's even an awesome little story that uh, Fuji tells um, Nambu as well, too, as he's drunk about a scorpion, and it's a very, very awesome story. It's just one of my favorite parts about this. I wish I could give you beat by beat by it, but the gist of it basically is, is that a scorpion wants to cross to the other side of the river. For whatever reason it is, he wants to get to the other side of the river. He knows that if he goes into the river, he'll die. But he sees a frog, and he asks the frog, can I take a ride on your back so I can cross the river? The frog reluctant basically says, what if you sting me? And of course, the scorpion responds, if I sting you, you'll just fall unconscious and we'll both sink into the water. So I have no reason for that. You can trust me. As the scorpion rides the frog's back, he instinctively stings uh, the frog. And as the frog does um, start to wither away, he does ask the scorpion, but I trusted you. Why would you sting me? And, of course, Nambu at that point re uh, responds, it's in my nature. So it's just a great parallel to him and Joe's relationship, or maybe even him and uh, 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 Fujinaki's um, relationship as well, too. There's a lot of drama, a lot of tension happening right here with this character, Nambu, with Sasha, with Joe, with Yuri. Um, so many corners right now that's happening right now. And um, I can't wait to the next episode. A lot of tension being built up for the next episode to see if Joe um, really takes the fall or something happens. Hell, we even see Nabu kind of give his blessings to Sasha when he drops him off um, to Yukio, basically saying, you know, I'll see you when I see you. Bye. Like, literally saying bye like he's about to go to his death. So it's, it's, a, it's a very, very fun episode, very crazy episode. You know, Megalonia is finally here. The episode is largely divided into Team Nowhere Joe, Nambu Sashio's drama with Yuri and Pepe's match as well, too. Um, on top of that, Team Nowhere's front, um, on, on Team Nowhere's front, we get to see a great backstory with Sashio fleshed out as we wanted to, as I wanted to. Um, so many twists and turns. Um, Nabu's perplexing character usage in this mo in this uh, show is very very fun. We, we don't know what he's doing. We don't know what 
if he's trying to save his own back or if he's trying to gain be the scorpion steps and biting the back. It's a lot to kind of uh, take in. Anyway, guys, that's my uh, review for Megalobox Episode 10. I hope you guys did enjoy it. Um, I enjoyed the hell out of this episode. If you guys want to talk about this episode or just talk about more about Megalobox, uh, you can reach me, Val Cisco, on Twitter, on Instagram, the same name as well, too. And, of course, SciShow Conversations is on Instagram and Facebook. Having a Facebook page where we talk about all pop culture things, everyday, er day. And, uh, of course, SciShow Conversations, Dragon's Den, and different other segments on the show. Um, as always, on Anchor, you can download that on your iOS phone or your Android phone as well, too, the Play Store. Of course, iTunes as well, and Spotify. So, please, rate, review, subscribe, you know, favorite, like, do what you gotta do, you know, get this name out here, because at the end of the day, you know, hey, uh, I do this for fun, but at the end of the day as well, too, if you guys do want to pitch in a tad bit, you know, I, I did post up a link on the Facebook page, and of course, on a couple other pages on Twitter as well, too, um, hell, you know, we're being sponsored a tad bit with this podcast, so every listen you do, comes to the, to the podcast. It helps the podcast out, whether it be for equipment, whether it be for research, and things of that nature. If you ever want to donate just even a dollar to it, hell, even two dollars to it, that would be fantastic. We have a plan for you as well, too. Check it out. I'll post a link as well, too, for that if you are interested, if you do like this podcast, and if you do want to see it succeed and get a lot better. Anyway, guys, I do thank you for the listen, and as always, stay real, stay easy, box yourself out tonight.